0: The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content.
1: Jeff Cockthunder, a Goliath Barbarian.
2: My name is Sam. I play Furitan Firken Trees, and I am a Hill Dwarf Druid.
0: My name is Jerry. I play Peter McMoist, a Drow Bard. The last thing that I heard about the previously on of the Very Good Adventuring team? The gang decided to go see Holden Tallstyle, Fjordan's buddy, at the watering hole in Tiny Town. We learned that Holden does butt magic, and then we named a few more things. We learned a little bit through local gossip about the government and about the military. After they were done with bar time, they accepted the beer fetch quest and went out to pick up beer from the Hopland farm. Upon arrival, they met Hemisha and Grimisha Burgle, the brewmaster and farmer of Hopland. They were advised that it was getting close to dark and they probably shouldn't be on the road, but the gang decided it was time to roll out anyway. To no one's surprise except Jeff, there was an ambush waiting for them along the road. Our heroes were set upon by four goblins. We rejoined them in mid-combat. On back to Fjorten and Firkin Trees, tell me about your turn. There are two combatants remaining on the field, Judy and Janice. Janice has taken some damage, but is not bloodied yet. Judy has not been hit.
2: I'm just going to, it's not as cool as I was, as I was oh. thinking it was gonna be. I know. Mm. I know mm-hmm. I had to look at the character a little bit more, mm. but it wouldn't be a, a wise choice. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go 25. Well, I will move 25 feet to the northwest, uh, northeast. I apologize, and then I will go ahead and use my bonus action to cure Peter McMoist. Oh, you're gonna cure oh, McMoist? Do with it up. healing word. Healing word. Uh-huh. That's an awesome bonus action spell. I didn't realize the first time. So it'll be 1d4 plus my spellcasting modifier, which is I forget it every time the hell would that be i think it's a five i think yeah, that's an attack bonus the modifier would that just be it's your whatever your primary
0: ability is which i think is, is wisdom. wisdom yeah so your modifier there i think is a plus three yep
2: and then your initiative. proficiency and then your proficiency which is two yeah so five that's fantastic Do it sorry up. everyone listening just been about two years since we've been we've been started playing so yeah yeah <laughs> you know Little rusty. Little, little, <laughs> 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 just,
0: just, it's two years in of dusting off those skills. Yeah. We're just, just, just brushing them off. Brushing them
2: off here. Uh, for nine.
0: For Ooh, nine. That, Heal yeah. for nine,
1: McMoist. That, that feels so good. <laughs> Can't even tell you how good that feels. What is the word that heals? Yeah. The get, healing word? Yes. What, uh, what was the first thing that came to your mind? Yeah, <laughs> that you shied away
0: from the microphone.
2: <laughs> I don't know. The first thing I thought of was <laughs> Vagina Bird.
1: Vagina Bird. <laughs> That's uh That's
2: actually a nickname for uh, <laughs> one of my friends. What? It's a story he uh, I actually told him about this podcast, so maybe he's listening right now. Hey, good, good to see you, bud. Yeah. Good 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 friend of mine. Uh, won't go into it too much longer, but Okay, okay.
0: So you holler "Vagina Bird" out at uh, Peter McMoist, and he's like, "Wow, that feels good. Feel the spirit of Vagina Bird deep inside me." And, it's, uh, maybe it gets like all like animated style, where like you say "Vagina Bird" and a Vagina Bird, like a, a translucent Vagina Bird, appears from your lips and slips into Peter, and then you feel and you're like, "Oh, oh like it, it just kind of gives me like a." refreshes my taint or something. It's like, <laughs> very natural. Like I Yeah. yeah it yeah. probably goes like into where your wound is. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's probably good too. Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it goes into the place where. Well, it, well I mean, to go. it goes
2: through your wound and then it just brushes underneath you and flies away.
0: that is sounds like a perfect <laughs> vagina bird. Yeah. Perfect. So, uh so that's whispered. Uh you still have an action left on your turn if you'd like to take it.
2: Um, You've done no. so much? Uh, yeah, that was uh, the first time I've called him for a while, so I need to, you know, I'm kind of tuckered out. Right on,
0: right on. By the way, I misspoke earlier. I forgot that you missed uh, Horace. So Horace, Judy, and Janice are still on the board. And uh, speaking of that, we move down to Judy. Judy is going to take an arrow shot at Mr. Cockthunder. That's a critical hit against you, good sir. Oh. Uh, And that's gonna be some damage, which is one of these dice. Uh, That is going to be 7 plus 4, 11 damage, although you are raged, so I believe that gets cut in half down to 5. I do. Ooh, lucky that you're
1: so mad. Ah, get away from me, arrow. Ah, I swat you. <laughs> <laughs> you take half damage while you're angry? Yes.
0: For um, most things. Like yes. magical damage and some other things uh, are not cut in half, but for now.
1: Specifically, how, how long can you be Bludgeoning, angry? piercing, and slashing. How long can you be angry for? One minute. You can stay mad for what? Is that six rounds? Ten rounds? That's
0: six rounds. I've always found that to be really unrealistic because I don't think I've ever been mad only for one minute. <laughs> but I suppose I've never been so mad that I've only taken half damage. So.
2: <laughs> I'm calm now. <laughs> I got it out of my system. Uh, so like after uh, battle, if you, is it continuing on for that extra minute? You're just walking around the field. Uh, uh, I just need uh, a minute. Uh, right the,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just
0: need 40 more seconds. <laughs> All right, we're back to Janice. Now that you're right in front of Janice, Janice, Janice is going to take some swats right at you. Janice is going to swing with a scimitar. Ooh, that is a mere nine. So Goblin Janice does not hit you. Let's move on down back to Peter McMoist. You're still in front of Horus. Well, I'm pissed that I got hit with an arrow, and I'm pissed that I missed. and I'm pissed that Horus missed me. I'm just pissed. I'm going to swing two-handed again uh, down the center of Horus. And... That would be a 14. A 14 is enough to hit. Strike Horus down. Use your anger. Good. (laughs) That would be a five. Five damage is enough to get Horus pretty fucked up, but not enough to kill. Oh, no, Horus. Piece of shit. Piece of shit, (laughs) Horus. Anything else on your turn? Uh, Uh, No. Okay. Okay. Horus Horace on Horus's turn will strike back. Horus is going to get an 18, which I believe hits you. Yes, and Horus is going to do nine damage to you. Horus really gets in there. He's like, "Oh, you hurt me so bad! Screw you, Horus. That was really very painful. If you do that again, I'm going to die." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Horus is going to hang out there. Um, and then we go back to Jeff's turn
1: uh, 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 uh. I swing my f- <laughs> <laughs> I swing my uh, two-handed warhammer uh, Nine Janice deftly
0: dodges out of the way Fuck you, Janice
2: <laughs> ah, Fuck uh, you too Fjorten, over to you All right little side i probably shouldn't be using a heli word it's ruby with at least 50 gold pieces as a component i was just reading that and that's a little
1: nobody cares about that
2: well i <laughs> i would care about that
0: is is it a uh, can you put it in the chat to see if it is <laughs> oh my god oh no. who did that
1: Sam, you can't
0: prove that. <laughs> gonna be,
2: gonna be I can tell. Anywhere. I can tell
0: which track in the recording it came up the most. Are
1: of. you okay? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those
2: things we're building up. I'm like,
1: nope. I feel like your insides came <laughs> outsides. Is there? Do you have a test? You can test for that. A little distended. When you get back to work, You can probably check it home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <for that> <laughs> <once>. <laughs> Yes. can you check if everything's
2: okay down there? Just, I had a blowout. <laughs> or you can squat on a mirror or something. <laughs> if you want. Almost lost the game on that one. Disqualified.
1: Disqualified. Disqualified. That's Feel it. badly for your britches.
0: <laughs> uh, healing word, did you say? Yes. Uh, healing word is a level one evocation. It is instantaneous, and its components are strictly V for verbal. There are no further co- uh, components required.
2: Okay, what was that below it then? Um, healing word. I see. Da-dum, da-dum. Okay. It, it must be verbal. the next spell down. No, uh, just it's uh, it's in gray. It just says ruby dust worth 50 gp. But um, yeah, I don't know why it's in there then for roll 20. If you go to my spells I feel really oh, good oh
0: that's grayed out text that's just like the the default text that's in there. okay Sounds so good. yeah that's not that's not don't worry about that
2: I feel great now
0: <laughs> I, I... hope so you, you just lost like 80 PSI
1: <laughs> 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 that's Pooh, like poop, way Mark i <laughs> explode a tire it <laughs> just burst. apart <laughs>
2: <laughs> boom
1: PPSI,
2: poop particles per square inch.
1: Must have been that bean you ate. (laughs) Oh, it for sure was.
0: Tell me. Tell me about your turn. Tell me about your turn. Well,
2: well, since I see that McMoist and Peter are both kind of going after... uh, McMoist and uh, Jeff Cockthunder are both having... A little time of their lives with their own enemies. I'm going to run down to the south this time, 25 feet. I hope you have the time of your life. That's exactly what I was thinking, too. And instead of instead of doing a healing word, I'm going to cast Thorn Whip. What? A cantri- my cantrip there. The and druidic get over here spell? <laughs> exactly, yeah. I'm going to cast that at um, Janice. Ooh, do it up. And so if I pull him away from uh, Jeff Cock Thunder, that's not a attack of opportunity for anyone?
0: No. The uh, thing that happens to make an attack of opportunity happen okay. is you have to move out of someone's melee range. If mm-hmm. you're dragged, pushed, shoved, or like thunderwaved or mm-hmm. anything like that, then there are no attacks of opportunity.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. mm-hmm.
0: So go ahead and make a melee spell attack against the target, which is Janus. And if that attack hits, the, uh, that's weird. If the attack hits, the create takes one. (laughs) I think it's supposed to be the creature takes 1d6 piercing Mm -hmm. damage.
2: As large or smaller, you pull the creature 10 feet closer to you. Come closer to me. That'll be a 21. A 21 most certainly hits... Fantastic. Do me up
0: some 1d6 piercing damage and Janice is dragged outside of this cover to the other side of Jeffcock Thunder.
2: For one.
0: Excellent. One damage to Janice. Funny enough, one damage is exactly the amount of damage you needed to get Janice to bloodied. Janice is now bloodied. By the way, Horus was definitely bloodied. Anything else you'd like to do on your turn?
2: Yeah, actually, I'll do my bonus action. I'm going to cure Jeff Cock as well.
0: Uh, You cannot do two spells like that on your turn.
2: You, okay, even if uh, it's a bonus action on that.
0: Yeah, because it's a uh, it's a full-on spell. You can do a spell and a cantrip. Um, well,
2: the, the Thorn Whip is a cantrip.
0: Is it? I thought that was a level one spell. No. Oh, shit. Then, yeah, you can fucking do them both.
2: Yeah. Do it up, then. Heal it up. All right. That'll be a 1d, da, 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 da. 1d4 plus five. If the
0: if this if the spell he's doing can be cast as a bonus action, is that how that works? Uh, it's less about it being a bonus action and more about it being. Uh, so you can you can cast a spell and a cantrip, and those can be a mix and match of an action or a bonus action. If you get multiple actions in a turn, you can cast multiple spells. There's some weird shit with that that I don't quite understand yet, honestly. Um, But you normally, without any other enhancements, you can't cast a spell and a cantrip. Like a level one or above spell and a can. Totally fucking this up. Yeah, I don't understand what you're saying. You can, you can't, you cannot cast two spells, or you cannot cast two cantrips. You can cast a spell and a cantrip, but not two of either one, on your turn. I'm not really sure why that is. It's something I learned a long time ago, and I should probably read up on again to make sure I'm understanding it right. Okay, but that's where
2: we're at. So I'm gonna once again, I pull Janice towards me, and then I'm gonna shout, "Vagina bird." And it's gonna come down and swoop to Jeff Cock Thunder for eight healing.
1: Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, it's so nice. It's so creepy.
2: <laughs> we might switch up that healing word. It's a' will shout out here, but we'll see how it stays.
0: Yeah, yeah, it does. You can switch it up every time. I mean, it doesn't say which word is healing. Oh,
2: bird vagina.
0: Mm-hmm. It could just be bird. Cloaca. <laughs> oh. Wait,
2: you mean don't say vagina?
0: I mean, uh, you can say whichever word you want. Oh, okay. Just, okay. Well, there's some words you can't say. And uh, I think we the, all know. Uh-huh. But. Anyway, we're down to Judy's turn. Judy is uh, Judy's going to shoot an arrow at uh, Fjordan this time. Fjordan, you're going to get an arrow shot towards you. And that's only going to be a 10. So that arrow flies wide. And we begin round four of combat. Janice... Janice is getting a little less sure of her position in the world, but she's still sure enough that she's going to attack Jeff Cock Thunder.
1: Uh,
0: with a 23, that sounds like a hit to me. Yeah. And that'll be a mere five damage for you. Hack and slash, hack and slash. Peter, over to you. All right, this time, this time I'm going to kill Horace. This is the time. This is the time. One last swing. My sword, that's a 20. A, is that a natural 20? That's 17 plus 3. Okay. Right. We call that a dirty 20. <laughs> a dirty 20? Yeah. <laughs> that's a dirty... Oh, hold on. I need that back. That's a dirty 20. With a... Uh, that would be a 7 for damage. Why don't you describe to me, in a modest amount of detail, how you take Horus's life? Um, well, there's a lot of misses... Uh, so I come around the tree and miss him once. I miss him twice by swinging down. And uh, so while my sword is basically swung down, oh, no. kind of into the ground, I then swing it back up again, right up through his crotch and through his, oh, oh, oh. Through his oh. body and everything else, unfortunately. Oh. <sighs> oh, my goodness. Yep. That's a bad way to go, Horace. But, uh, well, you're gone. So there it is. Horus is slain. Moist, is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn in combat um, so can I cast a cantrip as a bonus action oh yeah I can do that that's information I could have used like two years ago I mean only, you, only if, if it
2: has the bonus action attribute
0: right I can see your player's handbook yeah. right only over there who, who needs that it? thing
2: only if it has the bonus action attribute <clears throat>
0: Yes, because so it's like the square yes. pegs and the round holes and all mm-hmm. the rest of that stuff. So, only if the cantrip has, can be cast in a bonus action. Well, yeah, if uh, if the cantrip says uh, casting, casting, time, casting time one of, bonus action. Yes. Okay. So it'll label it either action or bonus action.
1: Okay. I don't
0: have I don't have any of those. Okay. Bert. Bert. <laughs> don't some So you guys are starting to roll those dice pretty hard. Um, I guess uh, there is a different thing that I believe you can do as a bard. I believe it's called bardic inspiration. I, that may be a bonus action, or that may be an action. Uh, let me consult my book here. How'd that turn out? How'd your research turn out? Uh, I can use a bonus action to do just that. To Excellent. Grant uh bardic inspiration. Would you like to do that now? Yeah, so I will. Uh, use my bonus action to give Bardic Inspiration to my good friend and compatriot, Jeff Cockthunder. Can you tell us a little bit about what Inspiration does? So, I am able to uh, give Jeff a Bardic Inspiration die, a d6, that you can, uh, within the next 10 minutes, you can roll and add it to one of your ability checks, attack rolls, or saving throws. And basically, you can roll a dice and see if you want to add or roll a d6 to add to it. But you don't have to. So you can roll a dice, see if you need the additional help, and then roll your bardic inspiration or not. But you can use it once in 10 minutes. Uh, To clarify that, uh, it's so like say if you... Because you can use those for an attack roll, I recall. Mm -hmm. So you could roll your d20 and you'd be like, oh no, I only got a 12 on that roll. And then you're like, well, I know I missed on a 12 before, so I'm gonna choose to add my bardic inspiration dice, and then you roll your d6 and add it to it. The way that it works mechanically is uh, you roll your dice and then you decide whether or not to use it before I tell you if your first roll was a success or failure. Okay. So that's that. So now you have a little bardic inspiration. Hang on to that. Funny enough, you can hang on to it for this turn. Go ahead and uh, tell me what you're going to do
1: with this turn. Well, being that I'm still really angry. Super angry. You're so angry, you can't even hold your dice.
2: Can't even do it.
1: Uh, I'm going to go after Janice here. Do it. Feel my wrath, Janice. And I rolled a five. Plus, uh, five. (laughs) Ten. Uh, I'm super inspired by my friend over there. <laughs> I'm inspired and angry. That's a lethal combination. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, 12. Funny enough,
0: 12 is exactly the number that you needed to hit Janice. So that inspiration was on flipping point. Holy moly. So take that swing and do some damage. By the way, Peter, how do you inspire the people around you? Um, I, I, I think I would just... Uh throw out a little a little rhyme or
2: something this time around. Hey, uh, hey, <laughs> hey, Jeff, don't be deaf. Chop her
1: fucking face off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're only a level it. two bard. Yeah, so, that was uh, good. Yeah, yeah. Jeff stays red, smashed in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo. Hey, hey, I'll do the rhymes right here. Okay? <laughs> hey now. Stay in your fucking lane. Speaking of smashed-in heads, I rolled, uh, all together, 15 damage. 15 flippin' damage. Wow,
0: that is enough to utterly destroy Janice. Tell me about your
1: mortal blow to Janice. Uh, I came at her with a two-handed swing, like, bellowing with my extreme rage. Uh. But also very inspired. It's so like, ah. Uh... And what was the inspired <laughs> part of that? <laughs> a little higher pitch? So I swung at her head from the side And like It was like her head It was like when you hit a baseball With the sweet spot of a bat It was like her head wasn't even there Just swung right through it Just a fine red mist You thought you missed? Yeah It's grotesque Excellent. We have removed one more combatant
0: from the field. Only one remains, and that is Judy fjorton It is up to you to decide
2: Judy's fate. Tell us all about it. All right. So we're gonna attempt this. First time we're doing it. Oh. Uh, you can't be a druid without it. I'm gonna try to wild shape. What? Whoa. Whoa. For that. Hey. I'm hey. gonna wild shape into a wolf. Whoa. Wow. Uh huh. That's because cool. it's the example, and it just sounds easy and cool. <laughs> 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 so, we're gonna. I saw <laughs> let somebody else do this. So, I get have tipped it. I looked easier now. And so, after skimming through the rules just now about how to <laughs> use it, okay. okay. uh, my hit points, and I kind of go into wolf mode. Whoa, wolf mode? Mm-hmm. Is that like beast mode? It's. It, oh, I'm a wolf. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's not as cool as beast mode. Yeah, stay it. Okay. at come for the D, &D. stay for the
1: really awesome for the acting acting thanks Foyd. back to you (laughs) all
0: right all right so Uh, you does that that takes your action right to to shape i believe
2: it does oh it takes your whole action that's a bummer probably it's probably (laughs) worthless to do now right since we're at the end of combat but you know what i'm gonna do it anyway you can take your bonus action to howl i bonus action to howl you
0: howl away your howl is heard throughout the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Can you call other wolves to your cause? And your your howl. No. Your I, howl is not answered. It, not. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a chance though. Oh wow, that was I mean, cool. Pretty slim, probably, but. Mhm. Mhm. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. All right.
2: Uh, anything else on your turn? Then uh, I suppose that's just about all of it, eh? just yep that's all of it so i just howl inspiration for my my peeps around me she's gonna die next turn (laughs) (laughs) all right and what's gonna
0: happen on judy's turn is judy looks around realizes they are the only goblin combatant left on the field and judy's gonna book it the fuck out of there no you don't uh judy is going to let me measure some distances on this here map Oh, she's gonna dash away. She's gonna, she can make that. Oh, yeah. Judy easily dashes, and my rule that I've always played by is if you can make it to the edge of the map, you can escape combat. And Judy, well, Judy GTFOs. Are you sure she didn't trip? Trip or something, or? Mm, No, no. Judy's a skilled goblin. Judy's Some rocks Looks like rocky terrain It is pretty rocky terrain But no And isn't it Isn't it close to dark? No I mean it is But no
2: No No
0: (laughs) No Judy's able to escape With that dash action And so in a mere Four rounds of combat You slayed four goblins And the other one ran away Which you know Don't worry I count it as the same number Of experience points Oh okay Well that's alright She'll be back and uh, here you are. You've exited combat. You're in the woods. You've got a couple of barrels of booze on a on a cart with a what did I say? Did I say a donkey? Yeah, crusty donkey. Crusty donkey. Uh, in fact, we're gonna name it Crusty the donkey. Uh, you've got Crusty the donkey and a and a wagon full of booze and uh, a couple of dead goblins. What would you like to do with yourselves?
1: <sighs> Fighting sure makes me thirsty. Yeah, thirsty. Arr uh still a dog (laughs) Yep.
2: can you change him back i don't i don't don't think so i i can't i can now you can change back but if you want to if i want to i don't think so i think i'm gonna head back towards town in this mode and uh how can you you stay in
1: this wolf
0: mode for Mm. you can wild shape if you want to you can leave your (laughs) friends behind 'Cause your friends can't shape change it if they can't shape change. Well, there' no friends of yours, Jeff. What are you doing? Uh, once we get back to town, or right now, right now. If you're doing anything, you could just say I'm on, you know, in neutral until we get back to town.
2: So, uh, uh half of the uh level of the druid. So one hour. One hour. Yeah. Damn.
1: Well, yeah. Uh, I figure our work's not done. We have to. Uh, and we have something to do. We gotta bring this beer back. Yeah. Smelsh. All right. And we got to ask about that brisket. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. i like some sloppy meat. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know how this town feels about uh, wolves, so if we reach town beforehand, I'm going to revert before we actually get into town.
0: You and revert, revert before you get back to town. And then
2: all my weapon equipment was on my little fur body and back. It has a cool little wolf pouch nice. with all my stuff in it.
0: Yeah, you get to choose: is your equipment just still on you, or does it get absorbed into you? Oh, cool. That's yeah. weird,
2: though. <laughs> it is weird, huh?
0: Um, all right, so you guys make your way back to town. Uh, by the time you get back to town, um, the the bar itself is locked, like the the actual bar. You guys can go in the back way down to the basement or whatever. But it's pretty late. Duga's probably asleep by this point. Uh, Let's—I mean, it's probably like past like one in the morning. You probably had to. Haggle with the guards to get in, but you've got the beer, it's back. You lock it up in the I'm assuming what what would they call that? A garage, a little carriage thing.
2: And uh a stable, like a in like Sure, yeah. Like a, a side like a side garage, a side a side stable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back it up. Dee 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 dee
0: dee. Yep. And there you be. Hello there VGAD fans! I welcome you back to another body tale of grandeur and excitement. I suppose there hasn't been any real grandeur yet, it's just sort of been regular stuff so far. But don't worry! We're starting to pick things up and, you know, really get going on our grand quest to do more questing. Folks, we're eight episodes in, which means about two months for us. The campaign obviously has a long way to go and we have a lot of things to get to, but I'm always curious to hear how we're doing so far. I've heard some feedback from some of you, which, of course, I am mighty grateful for, but please know that we're always happy to hear more. Speaking of us being a few months in, one of the things I haven't managed to do yet is to thank our wonderful, beautiful, and absolutely amazing patrons. If you folks weren't aware, we use Patreon to pay our bills and to keep our show and artwork rolling. So I'd like to thank the following current Patreon supporters, this time in reverse alphabetical order. Zachary, Victor, Kathy, Jody, Jimothy K. Meeplebeeps Jr., Gird Murky, Eloise, D. M. Rob, Chad, Brian, Bay Area Beer Socials, Amber, and Aaron. You're all the flippin' best. You know that, like truly. It makes us so happy that people are willing to help us out and keep this show going. It makes us feel like we're doing something fun and good for you. So thanks. On an unrelated note, I do have a correction on what I said uh, in this episode earlier to make. One minute is 10 rounds, 6 seconds per round. I don't know why I keep getting that backwards, but please understand that we all still suck at playing D&D. I do also have one other clarification. On page 202 of the Player's Handbook, there is a rule that states if you cast a spell as a bonus action, you can't cast another spell during the same turn except for a cantrip with a casting time of one action. It's important to note that no part of this rule prevents you from casting two spells as actions, for example if you have Action Surge. I stated it a little confusingly and honestly probably wrongly, so there's that. It should be noted that Jeremy Crawford has explained this rule a bunch of times on Twitter and in other contexts, and I believe both Mike Merles and Chris Perkins have hinted that they don't even follow this rule. I personally am getting close to not bothering with it just because it's so damn hard to remember, explain, and apply. But rules are rules, and consistency in the world is what makes the game a game. Well, that right there is all I have to break up this week's episode. How about we get back on into that there action? Gentlemen, we have assembled once again to adventure very goodly together. And I got to admit, I got to admit, I was just a touch on the lazy side this time around because I did not get a chance to fill out more quests on the job board. So all you've got are the leftovers, the sad, sad leftovers. And those leftovers are protection services in which you will protect a member of House Filrith as you escort them to a, uh, a meeting outside of town or alternatively, stolen purse in which uh, Fjordan had heard a rumor through his friend Sylvie that uh, Eliza Smith of House Smith had a purse stolen from them and would like that purse returned. These are the official options that you have, but of course, there are an infinite number of possibilities in an infinite world. Oh, I'll tell you what else. I don't think you can afford shit, uh, but if you look under the places in the book in under the dirty rune which i'll just pop this up for you since i've got it if you scroll down on the dirty rune which is the magic shop if anybody has forgotten by this time uh, where you met alatar or you met alatar who runs the magic shop called the dirty rune there is now an inventory section for the magic shop i'm going to continue adding to this over time uh i'd actually like to send a gigantic shout out to uh I can't remember their fucking names right now. I'm sorry. But Jim. Jim. Jim the the dude. Uh, no, there is a uh, there is a document available on the internets, uh, and it's called something like The Sane Guide to Magic Item Pricing or something like that. I bet I can find it if I dig around real quick. Uh, and it's a bunch of people that went through an enormous amount of work. Sane Magic Item Prices... It's just called saying Magical Item Prices. There you go. Now in convenient PDF form. Somebody went through all of the items in the Dungeon Master's Guide and created uh, suggested prices for all of the items that are in there. So rather than me making random shit up every time I try and present you guys with magic items or rolling dice or whatever else based on rarity, I'm just going to use their pricing. So thanks for doing all that fucking work, guys. You're absolutely amazing. All right. That aside, there's now a small inventory at the Dirty Ruin, which will grow over time. Uh, I'll continue rolling and uh, randomly adding items to that table and maybe occasionally taking things away. But that's what's there right now. And, uh, you know, there you go.
2: Anything else that you guys, you know, wanted to think about, talk about? Any? So from our last quest, which we returned from the forest uh, doing our beer fetch. Mm. Correct. I just Oh, went. my God. Goddamn. Look at me going completely off my own fucking rails. Oh, no worries. Good job. I just wanted to make sure, at that point, did we have a sleep for the night, a long rest? Because my um, wild shape, I can only do a few of those a day, and that gets uh, rejuvenated with a long rest.
0: Yeah, so the last time we played, you guys did do the beer fetch quest. Let me just write something down real quick. You completed the beer fetch quest, you got home, and then you went to bed because it was pretty late in the evening when you got home. So yes, y'all have the opportunity to long rest, replenish hit points, replenish expended spell slots, etc. And it is now the following morning. You're fresh, you're happy, and I will, I guess, remind you that you're yet to deliver the beer. So, or at least officially. Let's deliver beer. Huzzah! Huzzah! All right, you guys have a wagon full of beer that's out in the... Ye olde equivalent of a garage. And uh, you stroll your way upstairs and there's Duga. And he's like, oh my God, you guys came home so late last night. I heard you come in.
2: Well, here's uh, what you were looking for. No, that wasn't. Duga's not the owner, is it?
0: Duga is the owner.
2: Uh, Duga, Yeah, uh, you asked us to get uh beer and here we are.
0: Duga Smelsch.
1: Smelsch. The worst, worst name that I've come up with in this entire... Duga. That name makes my Peter soft. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Peter, is this true?
2: <laughs>
0: I don't think I'm soft right now. Maybe.
1: <laughs> why would you be otherwise? What, why wouldn't I be? Yeah, why would you be the opposite of soft? Hard? You, you don't I'm, walk around hard? <laughs> as the default state of being? <laughs> no. Neither. Maybe I do. Maybe there's a reason they call me Cock Thunder. Sounds painful. What is that called? The priapism? Yeah, you have to go <laughs> to the doctor. But that's any like ref- in the commercials where they say go to a doctor if it's been longer than four hours. Although well, usually somebody will help you with that if you porn is any indication. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you took the wrong pill. We got to do something about it. <laughs> is, wait, is that a thing? Is that a, like a, a, a theme? Yes, I've seen it. <laughs> huh. Wait... That's not one of the incest ones, is it? Not the one I saw. Okay. Moving along. (sighs) Moving along. (laughs) Uh, Way to take a normal porn combo and make it weird. (laughs) (laughs) Normal porn
0: combo. (laughs) So anyway, Duga has, uh, you guys have said, hey, you got a fucking wagon full of beer outside. And Duga says, that's fantastic. How much in, in his own accent? How much can we have? Well, he says he's uh, happy to tap a keg for you right now, and uh, you know, he's, uh, if, if if you help me carry it, in, I'll I'll pour you a beer. Fair enough. Uh, so he goes out, and y'all grab a couple of kegs of beer, and you haul them on inside. After which, he gives you guys ten whole gold pieces. You guys are starting to get to the point where that's fuck off money, but.
2: Well, Still, uh, connection money though. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: and I can't help when I wrote the quest. That is one thing that's going to be a little weird. Is if things get too old, it's going to be like, well, we wanna, why are we even bothering doing that? There's no reward. <laughs> I'm gonna have to like time out missions and stuff. <laughs> anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Duga decides to pour himself a, a mug of ale with you, and you guys enjoy a you guys enjoy a, a delightful beverage. All right, it's it's good beer. Hopland makes some good beer, like bush light. I feel like, I feel like they didn't have like the technology to make a bush light back then. Like there's some science that goes into making something that awful. (laughs) I feel like it'd be what's a good beer that it would be, that it would be like, um, maybe it'd be like, it'd be like, a like a Killian's maybe an Irish red. I don't know. It'd probably be, It'd probably just be an ale. Ale is the easiest thing to brew, and you can only you, like you do ale at like room temperature. Really? Yeah. Everything like very much about brewing. The lighter beers, if I remember right, because I tried brewing, I was really bad at it. Um, but you need like uh, you need cold temperatures to make lighter beer. Ironically enough,
1: it seems like it would be a difficult thing,
0: and it's got to be steady. Did your stills explode? Never had a still explode. Never tried to make booze, though. It was all just beer. And it was... Well, I've, I've gained a newfound respect, not only for the people that brew beer, but the people that brew beer consistently. Is are fucking champions. You really are. All of you. One and all. God's work. All right. Lord's work. So, uh... There's Duga. I'm Enjoying a beer with you. I'm trying to remember... I'm sorry. I'm, I'm starting to forget names already because we got so damn many of them. Who was, uh believe it was one of your friends, Fjordan, who was uh, the cook.
2: Oh, yeah. We we went um, Holden Tall Style.
0: No, not Holden, because he's the bartender yeah. over in Tiny Town. You said one of them was an orc that was a bartender here.
2: I don't
1: believe
2: so. Because oh, that originally I was going to have someone here, and then I'm like, you know, that's weird to have two bartenders at a small bar. He owned the joint. Was it... Hmm... Oh, that is Stuart Soup. That would be one of um, Peter's friends. Oh, that's
0: right. Stuart
2: Soup. At the Sneaky Brisket.
0: That's right. I gotta make a note of that, because otherwise I'll forget. Oh, again, it's amazing. Like, I have a fucking ton of respect now for people that, like, write, edit, and keep up with Wikipedia pages. Because, like, fucking writing all that shit and remembering, like, oh, I made this new page, so I can link to that. Well, I now I gotta make a link back to this other page. Well, that now, no, there's a new page there, and I gotta link to all the other shit. Fucking hell. Stuart's soup is in early. Uh, I would say that maybe he's uh he's probably making some stew in the back. He's cooking some stew. Um he gives uh Peter a, a you know, he gives a you probably like a cool guy head nod through the window back into the kitchen. He just kinda gives you the one of those guys the chin raise. What's up, man? What's up? Just cooking some soup, I guess. It smells good. Yeah, it's uh I think it's gonna turn out. I think, I think the soup's gonna turn out. It's gonna uh yeah, man. Yeah, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna turn out. I'll. I'll yell
2: at him. So i probably can't even see me below the bar stool. What you cooking today? What, some, c- what kind of soup? Some, so you know, I'm just making a, making some
0: more, making some more brisket stew. Another, another batch of brisket that, uh, well, Duga just wasn't quite happy with. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, have a have a good day. Got any uh scrotatoes and scromatoes in that stew? Always. Always. I mean, this town is bursting with scrotatoes. Scrotatoes a little harder to come by, but uh, I feel like, by the way, did you guys know that they figured out, this is IRL science, they figured out that tomatoes have the uh, the gene in them that's recessive, but if they can figure out how to activate it, they can make spicy tomatoes. Whoa. Yeah. Interesting. They've got like the same genetic something or other, like the same marker as... Uh, uh, like chipotle peppers or whatever they are or habanero ha, jalapeno habanero i don't fucking know either way they've got the, the same thing in there so they're trying to figure it out to make spicy tomatoes so you can finally uh those midwesterners can finally truly
1: say that that ketchup is too spicy it sounds pretty good you should... think that wouldn't be super complicated as far as genetic work goes i i don't know man i don't think <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> what the
0: fuck do you, <laughs> that sounds pretty easy, why isn't that out already? Alright. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to tell a geneticist their job is easy, but...
1: Look, I know you fucking c- figure it out! You right? figure it out, bear, <laughs> motherfucker.
2: <laughs> you, you cloned a sheep like, what, 20, 30 years back? You can't fucking get spicy out of tomato? It's the fucking year 2020. Where the fuck are my spicy tomatoes? Where the fuck is a spicy tomato? <laughs> you know, that's one thing I want to end is someone starting the sentence with, it's the year 2020. Can we, and then have their complaint drawn out. Can we just get some spicy tomatoes? Yeah, it's the year 2020. Can we not have, i trying to Did, think of something. Have you heard of the subreddit,
0: Aged Like Milk? No. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, there's so many things in there where people are like, it's 1999, how come we don't have flying cars yet? Like, what the, really? That's what you think is going to happen in 1999? I'm sorry, that's not what's going to happen. They haven't even found the right Batman yet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, you guys get yourselves 10 gold from, uh, from Duga for delivering this beer. You get a cool head nod from cool guy Stuart Soup. I feel like Stuart Soup is, is, a, is a pretty cool dude. Like, you don't know it yet, but that guy's got layers. There's something going on there. Uh-oh. That guy fucks. Uh-oh.
2: <laughs> he's an onion.
1: <laughs> he's got what are we what are we just something's going on like He's an
2: ogre. He's got layers.
1: Oh, like we're picking something up. Like he's, Oh,
0: sure here. Yeah, let me get this note open so I can write it down. What is uh What does this guy got? What is, what mysterious secret does this guy have in his past? I give up. that's not how this game works oh we have yeah his ex-wife is help me out here his ex-wife it's something about his ex-wife is a deserter from i feel like we're playing mad libs (laughs) a little bit aren't we always though oh yeah for sure so actually, so let me step back for just a moment here. Um, one of the things that I've realized that I've been failing on so far in all of my world building exercises is that I have been failing to make this a more fantastical world. Oh. Like we don't have enough shit that's like the war of a thousand acorns or like- We you have know. the war clowns. We had the I mean, war clowns. That was, see, that was one of our, I think more popular bits. It was. We're, we, we're lacking war clowns, but- I get what that, you're saying. Yeah. Like, like, I got to give a lot of credit to where Kraz do if you guys haven't heard the podcasts about lore. Mm-hmm. They do this shit all the time where they were like, they're just, ah oh fuck I can't remember the, the one of like the first things they came up with is one of the dudes came from like this faraway island and like, oh you gotta sail through this sea where there's just all these giant stone pillars that stand up in the ocean and it was, I fuck I can't remember, I'm totally fucking it up and I'm not doing justice. But they do a really awesome job of making a fantastical setting. And I apparently am too literal to do that. So I'm asking for help on coming up with a fantastical thing. Okay. Right now? Is that what you're saying? If we can. If not, we can just say deserter from the war. But I feel like we can do better. We than talk that.
2: about it, and it was his ex wife.
0: It's his ex wife. So, huh. Stuart Soup, who currently is the cook at the Sneaky Brisket, and once dragged Peter McMoist out of the gutter after he had gotten the shit kicked out of him for not paying a debt. Mm uh-huh. hmm. The one new thing we're gonna learn about him is that his ex-wife is a deserter from. Is his ex-wife with him in this town? No, no, you guys have never met her, and maybe, maybe she's not even around anymore.
2: I'm gonna actually say I would almost say that he doesn't talk about her much, and uh, people aren't like suspicious. not like foul play or anything, but some something happened to her. Possibly the from the deserter folk. She
1: deserted a cult. They followed. Ooh, I like What's, this. Yeah, Charred. Yeah. Charmed. Charred Lich. The, the, the lich, he can't remember the name of the lich. Chard, oh, no. Charred chum. Charred <laughs> ch- 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 Chad. Ooh. Oh.
0: Some ancient lich we've never heard of before. Right. From a lich's cult. hmm His ex-wife is a deserter from a lich's cult. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I just, I don't know. I feel like you're just, from a lich's cult. <laughs> like that could stray too far to one word. Uh, yeah. Was a ch name. Chard.
1: Chud. Chud. <laughs> Chom. Who knows? The cult of the Chad chode. chode. He can't remember the name of the lich.
0: He can't remember. It was a long time ago. And... So we, how
1: would we notice this about him? Like,
2: <laughs> You look like a guy
0: who's got
1: an ex-wife. He has <laughs> a scar. Oh? We asked him about the scar. Oh, how about other uh, people from the cult tried chasing him and his ex-wife down? Well, yeah. Maybe,
2: I was actually saying maybe he has something on him that reminds him of her, and it was actually from the cult itself. So it was like a symbol or... Mm-hmm.
0: Like he just joined the cult Because he was like, I don't know, I was into her so we, Well, uh, maybe
1: <laughs> <laughs> You I'm
0: know you what you gotta do to get laid <laughs> yeah, Am I right? Yeah, Am I right? Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. She was a piece of ass, well, yeah. if you know what I mean huh? I would think that he didn't even know she was Running from a cult, and they kind of met And then like later on, after maybe wife She's like, listen, I got something to tell you I was in a cult
0: I'm on the run <laughs> I'm on the run. you
1: never joined a lich cult before?
2: Get, here. <laughs> get, get
0: out of here. here Everyone's <laughs> in those lich cults these days So she's like, I don't know. I got to go to this meeting tonight. You want to come with me? And I was Ah. like, Ah, can I hang out with you after? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Which (laughs) yous? She was like, all right. You got to put on this robe, see? (laughs) You like robes? How do you like these robes? All right. So his ex-wife is a deserter from a lich's cult. Was a CH name. Chard, Chud, Chom. He has a scar from when they were attacked by members of the cult who were chasing her down. I think that's all we need to know about that specific part of it. And uh, yeah, so he's got the scar. Maybe at one point you asked about the scar. He gave you some surface level details, maybe after a few drinks. Maybe this was the night that like he pulled you out of the gutter. And it was like, maybe I got to express a moment of vulnerability to this guy who's being vulnerable right now, because hey, that'll make it okay.
2: I'm pulling out of you. I know you've had it bad now, but check out this story.
0: Like he, like I reminded him of saving his, uh, his ex-wife or something from the uh-huh.
2: Lich cult? You look mm-hmm. like my ex-wife down there. Let me pull you out of the gutter. <laughs>
0: if you know what I mean. <laughs> I saw you face down in that gutter with your skirts all up in a Kimble.
1: <laughs> a Kimble. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know what, that's not a word. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's a common, it's a common phrase around, like, What does that mean? I've never heard that before. He always says phrases from the kitchen that nobody knows what he's talking about. Hey, hey, it looks like you got your skirt tucked in the Kimbo there. Akimbo is a word. That's like, I've only seen that like on video games,
1: dual dual wielding. Akimbo is like uh, when Peter Griffin falls down the stairs and do you know what I mean? As he lands. All,
0: oh, like they're all like at 90 a-kimbo. degree angles mm-hmm. and stuff. Okay. That's a
1: Kimbo. Kimbo. That's a Kimbo too? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. A Kimbo is not a word. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought yeah. you were saying. E-L is. <laughs> it it, it oh, would be
0: a Kimbo. Okay. A-K-I-M-B-O is a real word. And it means just like in random directions. Like, you know. Like. wampus. Kattywamp- <laughs> See, there's a, there's a word I can <laughs> get behind. I can get behind mm. kitty wampus, catty wampus. Now you're speaking my language. All right. So Stuart Soup's got some histories revealed to me. Yeah, and uh, have I shared it with my my good friends I Jeff like and Fjordan. Is uh, do you think Peter is like loose with secrets, or is he a vault? Or where, where does where does Peter land on that spectrum? I I think he's kind of a vault because I think he kind of collects secrets, like he's. You know, he's got a little bit of a stint as a town crier and stuff. I think he's, he's a secret collector. You know, that's interesting, too, because I was actually thinking it'd be the other way, what with being a bard and all, that he'd be like, I want to air out all the laundry because then people will look at me. But, but given you're also like spying on the nobles and all the rest of that stuff, yeah, you'd be probably pretty, you probably have a lot of secrets and then like you just let out the good ones, yeah. the entertaining ones that mm-hmm. don't hurt people. There you go. Only secrets that make people feel good.
1: feel good secrets. Your eyes are really pretty.
0: (laughs) Don't tell anyone. Well, that wraps that little bit up. The quest to get beer for the sneaky brisket is concluded. Well, having completed the beer fetch quest... I'll remind you again that the available quests on the job board are protection services and stolen purse. And we can do that or we can do, God, whatever you want. You guys just want to roam around the town, you know, kick some rocks around. You ever do that when you're out on a walk with your significant other and you just, you pick a rock and you just kick it all the way. It's good stuff. See
1: how far you can kick it. Yeah.
0: Yep. See if you can get that curve shot, you know, get it into the grass and have it come back out. Oh, yeah. That's a fancy one. I usually just lose the rock. That's like level four rock kicking, not there yet. I've kicked, I've kicked a couple rocks. You'll get there, son. All right. You'll get there.
2: Um, What do you think, guys? Uh, well, we've already visited a few of my friends before doing the last quest, so. Hey, what's happening at the, uh,
0: the stadium today? Oh, what is happening at the stadium? I feel like today at the stadium, I feel like today at the stadium, I spit all over my monitor. Today at the stadium is... Let's roll some dice here. I got three things possible in my mind. We can come up with them too. Yeah. Okay. All right. So give me...
2: Well, I was thinking, is it going to be a event happening? Is it going to be just a... It could be where the guards people do practice that i mean just do sparring that day it could be is that your option everybody gets one everybody, i put mine in my list already i would say um uh, sometimes that's where the, the guards go to do uh practice oh so it's guard practice yeah at the arena yeah why not it's just large space
0: the city guard or the local military
2: mm, i don't know what the, the the city guard have for space i'd say the city guard all right
0: city guard practice you versus- shouldn't
2: have come here.
0: It's just that they just walk around in circles saying that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're practicing their
0: <laughs> the lines. Peter, what what's uh Alright, and by the way, I said craft fair. <laughs> there's Okay. <laughs> Mine is a, there's a there's a face slapping contest. Nice. Like when they have those big brutes on Twitter and yeah. they show like mm-hmm. the enormous guy who slaps a whole head at once. I love those things, and the
1: other guy that just gets knocked the fuck out.
0: I love it when they do the slow motion shot. And Jeff, what do
1: you think? What's your option? And then we'll roll. We'll roll a little D four and see which one's happening. Uh, public punishments, public Dis- <laughs> dispensation of justice, whether it be floggings, shamings, executions. If that's what it is, if it turns out a four, then we're
0: gonna we're gonna talk about it more. Uh, all right, so I'm rolling a D four. It's a two. It's city guard practice. Yeah.
1: You shouldn't have come here. (laughs) You shouldn't have come here. You shouldn't have come here. You shouldn't have come here. Wait, what was that? Ah, must have been the wind. (laughs) Yeah, lots of... All right,
0: he's going to shoot you with an arrow in the back of the head. You look around for two seconds and then say it must have been the wind.
2: I figured I mean it's right by the barracks, it's right by the military offices. They probably use that space, just that large space for trainings slash Well keep in mind advancements that they're going on. The uh the
0: City Watch is actually really on the western side of the city by the gate, and the military is down by the stadium. But it's not to say that the City Watch can't use it. Okay. So we're saying that it's the City Watch because or the City Guard rather, because that's what we talked about, so yeah, they're down there, uh, you know, they're down there doing some drills, they're doing some, maybe, some foot races for chasing people down, and... Sparrings and all that. Uh, and I'm gonna say that you guys are watching, do you guys, you guys go and you get, like, your, uh, your fucking popcorn and your snacks and whatever else, and you're sitting up in the stadium stands, and you're watching the city guard down there drilling, and, like, it's, uh, it's pretty impressive, like... They work pretty quickly in unison. Um, You see that they do some drills where like uh, the city guard members have like a whistle, like each of them has a little whistle and like you'll see one of them like put the whistle up to their lips and like the whole grounds worth of them will come running to wherever that whistle is. And like, you notice too, by the way, an interesting tidbit that when they blow on that whistle, you guys can't hear it. Mm -hmm. Like how the hell they're hearing it from like way across this big noisy thing. And, like, it's pretty impressive to see the city guard, or the city watch, rather, out, and a lot of people have come, so there's a lot of, like, you know, rabble and noise and whatnot, so, you're, uh, you're
2: impressed. I was just watching people do the running, oh, shit, you don't want to run into Sylvie, oh, man, she'll kick your ass. Uh-huh, I think mm-hmm. Sylvie's probably down there. No, I think so as well, yeah, just seeing who's doing the patrols and stuff like that, you're like, oh, shit, Sylvie's in the west side today, we don't want to go over there for crime.
0: hmm I think Sylvie's a a super fast runner. So you see her like making the rounds, taking people down. What's the layout of the arena? The arena itself is... So the way that I've got it drawn on the map here is that it's basically... uh, What do you call that? A septagon? Uh, It is a a seven-sided area. Uh, And by the way, I did post this map on the internet at some point, by the way, uh, for all you listeners at home. But there are seven large areas of stadium seating. Campaign 2, Episode 8, Skirts a Kimble, was released on February 9th, 2020. Join us again next Sunday when we further explore the adventures of... Vegan! Vegan!
1: Vegan! Vegan! The very good adventuring team! I don't
0: even need candy this Valentine's Day. That ass is so sweet. And I'm talking about licking your butthole. (laughs) Kids, remember, as Valentine's Day approaches, you can eat a little ass, but don't eat so much that you get HPV.
2: (laughs) I don't even need candy, because that ass is so sweet.